You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And we're back on The Pipeline Show. And my first guest this week is, uh, well, we're going to have an NCAA campus report segment. Of course, those are all brought to you by College Hockey Inc. If you are a player or you have a player in your family who is exploring all their options and want to know what they need to do to maintain their NCAA eligibility, well, College Hockey Inc. is a great resource uh, to uh, answer some of those questions for you. So you can check out their website. That is collegehockeyinc.com. Maybe get in contact with Mike Snee or Nate Ewell, and they can steer you in the right direction and answer any of the questions that you might have. Uh, my guest today is a Canadian who is down uh, south. He's not playing anymore, but uh, he is coaching at Penn State University with the Nittany Lions, taking that program right from scratch, and now they are uh, ranked number six in the uh, entire country uh, on the USCHO poll. Uh, pardon me, number eight. I don't want to uh, pump your tires too much, Coach, but uh, welcome back to the Pipeline Show. Guy Gadowski, uh, welcome back. How are you? Hey, I'm really good. Thanks for having me. No problem whatsoever. Tell me about this season so far because, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I've been following how Penn State does every year. Obviously, we've got a bit of an Edmonton connection with you, and we've had you on the show a number of times uh, going back to your Princeton days. So I'm always interested in seeing how the program is doing. And, I mean, you, you take this program right from scratch, and now you're a top-10 team. Uh, that's That's got to be pretty satisfying. It's been fun, and specifically how how fun it is in the arena. The, the the student section here is just unbelievable, and makes the entire atmosphere in the arena so much fun. And so, in that sense, it it's been a ton of fun. But this year specifically, it just seems like a little bit more of a grind. It's been uh, every you know, it's it's just every night has been pretty tough. And this league is, uh, I guess you know, is there's not a there's not a uh, a weak link in the league and it makes every night exciting but every night very tough and you know, therefore I think you it feels a little bit like more more of a grind this year than we've had before. Well first place uh, in the Big Ten Conference right now tied atop uh, with Michigan State and that's another good story uh, in your conference. Yeah. I know it's a rival of yours but boy they've been cellar dwellers for a while and so good to see a bit of a change there but uh, overall 17-8-1 and this year you know, you call it a, a bit of a grind. I wonder how big a difference is there is uh, for your club on the nights you win and the, and the few nights that you've lost this year. I mean, it's got to be a, a pretty fine line because of how competitive your conference is. Uh, yeah, you can play very, very well and lose, and that's been the case. You mentioned Michigan State. They've done an absolutely tremendous job. Their goaltender is number one in the nation, and tough to get anything by that team. And, and we played maybe our best game of the year and lost 2-0. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we've also we've also came out and uh, you know didn't have our best performances and were able to lose 6 nothing on those nights too. So it, it's just tough. It just seems that you really, to give yourself a chance, to win, you really have to play extremely well. And and like I said, I guess it's it's great for development. It's great for excitement. But um, it, it's really forced us to to grind out every single week and going into the weekend, make sure we're ready as uh, just to be at, prepared at the highest level to play in this conference. Otherwise, as we've learned, you're going to pay dearly. Well, now that you've had a number of years and what not quite a decade yet, but what is it, uh, seven or eight years uh, now at Penn State? Yeah, nine. Nine. Nine years, wow! Almost a decade. Nine, Boy, yeah. It was quick. For sure, you have your your handprints, uh, your fingerprints all over the the, the process now. So, how, what it, what makes a guy Gadowski team? What are sort of what's the sort of the uh, the identity of your team? Oh, well, I don't know if it's a guy Gadowski team. It's very much a Penn State team, and uh, and we've been obviously Mr. Pagula has been extremely generous to us, and and we've been able to 
um, get a lot of resources to to support our student athletes, both like athletically for sure, but academically and anything that they they want to um, get better at. We've been very fortunate that we're able to to support them in that way. But as far as identity goes, I you know we've always wanted to play fast. Uh, you know where I grew up and and what teams we've watched over you know in 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 my youth with the great offensive teams that the Oilers have had, and um, I, that's a hockey that that we enjoy, and I think it's it's hockey that. That we feel we can be successful with so we've been been very offensive i guess um but always working very hard uh, to get better at all all aspects of the game guy ganowski's the head coach at penn state my guest here on the pipeline show now your roster i know we've always talked about how you have a a pretty healthy canadian roster uh going back to your days uh, at penn state or at princeton rather and, and even before that with alaska now you're you're having this much success despite you know, you're not living up to your Canadian quota this year. You only got what five <laughs> five active Canadians, I, I believe, on the roster. Your your third string goaltender is would make it six, but uh, you you have gone United Nations with your team. You got Finns and Russians, and uh, so you're spreading it out now. Yeah, but we 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 never forget our roots. Our, our captain is Brandon Byro, who uh, is a great Alberta kid and as as high character Western Canadian as you can get. So I think uh, if if you look at who has the biggest influence on the character and I guess a, a identity and and culture of our team, it would have to be you know a good Western Canadian. So we still have that going. Uh, and he's been uh, banged up a little bit this year. How's he doing right now? Yeah, you know we're hoping to get him back at least for one this weekend. Um, he's just he's an unbelievable. Uh, winner uh he just he he's you know you hear this cliche a lot but guys that make everybody better you know and and he is just so that though his his tenacity on the puck is is really incredible and i think if you play with him you you really you just get swept along with it and and when he's in the lineup we're just a way better team whether he's on the ice or not just him being in the lineup it really helps us so we're really looking forward to getting him back but he's had a tremendous career obviously he's been a unanimous unanimous selection for for our captain and uh, and that that is the way he is off the ice the way he is uh with everybody involved in the program and the community and obviously the way he plays undrafted but uh, as a senior i imagine there's attention for him uh, to, for uh playing pro hockey once his uh, time here at penn state is done at the end of this year you do have seven players who have been drafted and and when you, when you go back over your career how, is this the most you've had on a, on a team that uh, have NHL connection already or was there one before that I know you had a 25 win season not that long ago no I think yeah you're right this is the most we've had well that's pretty impressive but I get the sense from a college perspective you you guys you don't pay all that much attention to who's who's drafted and who's not or is or do I have that wrong no, we don't. I mean, we've been very fortunate that a lot of uh, guys that have ended up playing in the NHL have been free agents. And um, you know, I think obviously it's a it's an honor to be drafted, and I think it's a it's a great start. But it doesn't mean you're necessarily it doesn't necessarily give you um, a guarantee that where you're going to finish. And and uh, our players that come here for four years, I think that's a long development time. So whether you're drafted or not, um, it's really more we look at it at how much you develop when you're here that's going to give you the best chance to be successful in our program and and to move on to the next level. Speaking of success, I've I've learned uh, my time doing the Pipeline show that uh, to have success at the NCAA level, it's those teams that have a lot of juniors and seniors that seem to to have more success, uh, and your team seems to be built like that right now. You've got a lot of, of juniors and seniors, so a lot of veteran experience on your club. Who leads the way uh, in that regard for you? Uh, you know, the the guy who stands up or or uh, on the ice gets the the team going. I imagine there's two or three guys. 
Yeah, there's a lot more than that, and you're right. It, it you you get the the influence. I don't necessarily believe that it's it's on ice influence is as great as just the program influence. Guys that have been around for for three four years that that know the ins and outs of the university as well as your program, the league, and and how to develop and how to handle yourself and live you know live correctly with nutrition and sleep while being a very successful student. I mean, that takes a little bit of work. Not everybody just gets it and a little bit of experience. And I, I think that's the reason why. So when you when you talk about, you know, who's leading the way for our team, it's certainly not one or two or three or four individuals. It's, it's a lot. Um, you talked about the Canadian influence. Brandon is obviously our captain. Two assistant captains are Liam Folks and Chris Malari, both from Ontario, who are uh, all three of those guys are, are excellent people, number one. I mean, really great students and very committed and, and just good people in the community. And I, I think that's probably the greatest influence. Obviously, they're all really good hockey players and, and are fun to watch and and motivating for the new players that come into our program. But I really think the true, the biggest influence is just how how they live and how they are able to be a, a very successful student athlete. Uh, can you tell me a bit about Nate Susie as a player? He's got speed, and he's a guy. You know, he's he's our all-time leading, I think, goal goal producer and points producer for sure at Penn State, and he still has half a year, or not quite half, a third of the year left to go. Um, and what there's a couple things about him. He's just you really have to admire his his mental determinant, his mental toughness in a in a in a to be successful, like just to contribute in no matter what kind of game it is. Like some guys are really good in, in you know, tight games. Some have to, you know, play in, in wide open games. This is a guy that just produces, finds a way no matter what kind of game it is or what, which opponent it is, he finds a way to produce. And he's been like that from day one. It's not like one of his years has been um, spectacular. Every year has been very, very consistent number-wise. And so to me, it's that it's that mental toughness to persevere through anything that I like best about him. But besides that, physically, I mean, he's got speed to burn. He's another guy that, that's getting a lot of attention from, from NHL clubs. And I think it's, you know, he's just got great speed and a great determination to produce. And that's what makes him special. A great example of how a, a smaller player can have success in uh, today's uh, hockey landscape and uh, even at the pro level. I mean, he's listed at 5'8", but is a guy you could see easily playing professionally? Yeah, I think so. And we've as he's gone to a couple camps and received very good evaluations uh, of him there. And I think with him, too, it's not he is 5'8", but he's uh, one of our most powerful athletes. So he's extremely uh, dedicated to the weight room and, and getting himself as strong and explosive as, as he can. So he is 5'8", but he's he's an extremely powerful athlete. Uh, Peyton Jones has been your starting netminder this year and uh, another senior who's undrafted. But at 6'4", I, I would have to think there's attention for him, too. Yeah, and there has been. He's a guy that had a lot of attention and a lot of opportunity after his freshman year when we did win the Big Ten. Um, but he's a, you know what? He felt that he needed a little more development, and he's uh, enjoyed the university and takes academics very seriously. So he he decided to forego those opportunities. And this year, he's having the best year that he's ever had. And and uh, he's extremely athletic. His brother is a is a really high uh, Major League Baseball uh, prospect as well. So they're sort of having a race here to see who can. Uh, who can possibly get to the highest level first <laughs> from a recruiting perspective when you have guys who are going to your program and spending three and or even four years does that make it easier for recruiting when you when you can say to a, a potential recruit look these guys want to stay the entire time here at Penn State 
Yeah, I think so, Guy. I think, you know, when they get a chance to come on campus and just see how much fun the campus is, the university is, uh, I, I think that's the biggest sell. Uh, obviously, we were very, very fortunate with how Mr. Pagula has treated us with the arena and amenities and everything like that. But I think the biggest sell is when they do get on campus and just understand how how fun it is, uh, what a great atmosphere and, and what you get out of it, not only with the network, but just the uh, being around the environment. I, I really think that's the biggest sell. And yeah, you're right. When you have guys that that have opportunity, but decide to come back because of uh, how much they're enjoying it and how much they feel they're developing and getting out of it, it certainly makes it an, e- an easier proposition, that's for sure. Now, lastly, you have, you've have you established your program now to this point where, as we said at the start, you're a top 10 team. What's what's the goal now? I mean, to win a national championship is, is the goal for every team every year, but it's not realistic for everybody. Is this the year, though, that uh, it is legit? Well, I think there's uh, there's 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 over half the team. I think there's definitely over 30 teams that think that that's legitimate, and I would I would agree with that. So I, I feel we're one of those teams. Obviously, there's still a lot of hockey to be played, and and um, you know you look at. I remember hearing one analytics talk about you know to win the Stanley Cup, you have to be really lucky. It doesn't matter who it is, and and that's absolutely how it it applies to the NCAA as well. There's no one that can go in and say, "Geez, this is a year you're going to win the national championship." I think you have to have a lot of luck along the way, whether it's with injuries or bounces, uh, goaltending, referees, etc. You name it. So, but we are one of those teams that we feel has a legitimate opportunity. And um, we've been working very hard individually as, as athletes, but also as a program with, with the environment and, and amenities and resources. So um, we feel that, yeah, that we're one of those teams that if things go well, it could all come together and, and hopefully lift a trophy at the end of the year. Well, Coach, if uh, things go that well, then I'll be calling you uh, right before the, uh, the Frozen Four. So we'll look forward to that uh, and wish you the best of luck. Hey, Guy, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. That was Guy Godowski, head coach for the Penn State Nittany Lions. His uh, Lions skating to a 3-3 tie with Notre Dame on uh, Friday night. They will uh, get together again uh, this evening. But Nikita Pavlichev, Sam Sternshine, and Tyler Gratton, the goal scorers for Penn State. PSU outshot Notre Dame by a total of 48-32. to Kale Morris, though, in net uh, for the uh, Fighting Irish making 45 saves uh, on the night. Still, it's been a good season for Penn State, and uh, that could be a team who has a shot at the Frozen Four this year, if not even better than that. All right, let's go to a 2020 draft spotlight segment. And My guest uh, this week comes from the Lethbridge Hurricanes. That means it's also an in-the-dub segment. But Alex Cotton is uh, seemingly coming out of nowhere this year to lead the league in scoring by defenseman, he is having a tremendous year. He was draft eligible last season, but through 56 games, uh, didn't really have a lot of production. Uh, so it wasn't a huge surprise that uh, he did not get selected. But boy, no chance he is not getting drafted this year with the uh, outburst of production that he's enjoying uh, playing with the Lethbridge Hurricanes. Let's get to know Alex Cotton next here on the Pipeline Show. <laughs> Puts wants the one-timer. Bellary lets it go. He scores! (laughs) An unbelievable shot by Jordy Bellary. He's up the schneid, and it's 2-0. Hey, this is Jordy Bellary from the Lethbridge Hurricanes. You're listening to the Pipeline Show.
earth-shattering hockey action continues this Friday at Rogers Place. Your Edmonton Oil Kings face their arch enemies, the Red Deer Rebels at Rogers Place. Don't miss your shot to see the WHL's most exciting team live. And cheer Edmonton on as they keep the fight alive for the top spot in their division. Oil Kings, Rebels. Friday night at 7. Great family entertainment at Rogers Place starts at just $20 a seat. Save on day game pricing now at oilkings.ca.